Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. I'm Mike. And I'm Rusty. Rusty, we got a couple of emails we're going to cover today. Yeah, we got a couple of them. A couple so of premises. A couple of premises, yeah. Yeah. I like this first premise. Yeah, please go with it. Okay, so this is from Super ASDKE. Super, it looks like he just went <laughs> on the keyboard <laughs> and whatever hit came out. So, Super, I'll just call you Soup. Super. Yeah, we'll call you Super. So, yep. uh, Super's email here, his premise touches on vehicles. So, okay. he goes, uh, uh, he, she, or they, uh-huh. what do you think the characters will be driving in the reboot? Uh-huh. Uh, so it says here, Hank has owned four red trucks. He had a red Ford car, and then he had a rental, a purple rental vehicle. Yeah, sure. Uh, Peggy had the Buick. Right. And then close to the end of the series, which I don't even remember this, she gets a black convertible. I remember that because she goes and buys it. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, remember that the, at all. The whole episode's about her going and buying the car. Like I said, like it gets really spotty for me. After like season six or seven, sure. Uh, Dale has the Bugabago, which yeah. is like a nineties. Yeah. Uh, it's probably like a nineties Dodge work van. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says caravan here, but I don't think they're called caravans. I don't think the work vans were called caravans. Well, a Ford caravan, I think, is what he's talking about. Uh, yeah, but it, it's it's just like a Dodge box truck, like a twenty five hundred, okay. like a twenty five hundred Dodge yeah, sure, Ram sure. van or whatever yeah. that is. Yeah, whatever. So he's got the he's got the Dodge van, uh, Boomhauer. He's got the he he has the '69 Dodge Coronet, mm. uh, and then he also had the Mustang. Remember that they uh, they find the jackets was the in, in. Was that the in, one in the quarry? The one in the quarry. Yeah. Uh, Khan has the K van. Yeah. The the Japanese K van. Sure. And then uh, he has the SUV that gets ran over by a tank. Oh, that's right. And then when yeah. he goes redneck, he has an El Camino. When he oh, goes to I that forgot redneck, about the old Camino. The, yeah. the fist yeah. fighting phase, yeah, and yeah, he has yeah. like broke down cars in the driveway sure, and stuff sure. like that. And he drives around in El Camino. Yeah. And uh, Lucky has pretty, pretty truck truck, uh-huh. which uh, I'm just going to say it's a Chevy truck. He's got he's got an old Chevy truck. Well, it's a big old lifted truck, too. It's, yeah, it's big a old big old sucker. Lifted, yeah. Yeah. lifted Chevy truck sure. or something. 
And then, uh, of course, Cotton has the Cadillac truck. So his Cadillac premise car. is uh, Cadillac car. Sorry, Cadillac car. Uh, his premise is: Do you think Hank will finally buy a Cadillac like Cotton, or does will he still continue to drive four trucks? Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Bobby, Connie, Joseph are driving? Uh, and Redcorn's got the Jeep. Yeah, he's and got Red a Wrangler. Got a Jeep. He's got a Wrangler. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it says here, maybe Joseph will have a Jeep like John Redcorn. Yeah. Uh, Bobby and Hank were working on that car Hank found at the dump mm. uh, at one point in the series, too. So this is my take on it. I think Hank, uh, as most retirees do, uh, buys a Cadillac. I don't think he buys a Cadillac car. I think he goes and buys a Cadillac truck. Like an Escalade? Uh, like one of the SUV things, or...? I don't know what the Cadillac trucks are called. Those always strike me as weird. They're anyway. Escalades. They're, are they? they are Escalades. They're called the yeah. uh, Cadillac Escalade EXT. Okay. It's where it's the the four door pickup weird with the thing. On yeah, the back with of like it. the and it's got like a yeah. bed, it's got like a the bed's probably like a. So you a think he's driving a Cadillac bed. truck? I think he's driving a Cadillac truck. And if he's not driving a Cadillac truck, he's driving more the Lincoln Mark, whatever they are trucks. Uh-huh. Or well, we I just it. don't see him driving. A, I don't see him sticking with Ford. I feel like what's happened is, in his mind, something has jaded him with Ford because there has been a big uh, move away from people buying Fords and Chevys and stuff like that. There's a lot more Nissans on the road trucks. There's a lot more the Nissan Titans and the uh, Toyota t- Tacomas yeah. and the yeah. Toyotas and stuff. So I think that Hank... Uh, I don't think he bought American because there is no buying American anymore. You can't buy a car that's completely made in America. There's parts that are being made all over the world. So here's my take on it. Um, I think that there was a big car bailout, Uh, you know, bailout by all the uh, automakers. The the U.S. government gave them a bunch of tax rebates and and bailed them out when they were in real trouble. You know, Uh, Ford was the only one that didn't take the money. So. Oh, wow. I think if we're looking, how many years in the future are we supposed to be for them? 10, 15? 10 or 15, I would imagine. Okay. That's, that's going to be So we're not guess. up to nowadays. Um, if we're not up to nowadays, then um, I think maybe he's still got a Ford. I think he's still driving a Ford. Yeah, I think he's still driving a Ford. I think because it's a, in his mind, it's still an American company. They didn't take the government money. Uh, that would be my reasoning behind it, that that uh, he stuck with them because they're the only one that didn't take the money. The only reason I know that is because uh, when the big auto industry thing happened, um, I bought a bunch of car stocks. And oh, okay. the only one I didn't get anything good out of was Ford because they didn't take the money. Yeah, Everybody else went through the roof. So Through the roof. They did. Yeah. yeah, they went through the roof. And so we did okay on those. Uh, but anyway, that's why I think Frank, uh, Frank, I think that's why Hank is still driving a, a Ford truck. Okay. Now, if only about three, four, maybe five years ago, they started making the small trucks again. Oh, and like it, the, you're talking about like the Chevy Colorados and the, the new right. Ford Ranger. Well, even the Ford Ranger, yeah. Came back. But at, at that time, if we're only fast forwarding 15 years, then those weren't being made yet again. So that's what tells me maybe if he's still driving a mid-sized truck that maybe it's a foreign one. Okay. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. my reasoning like a behind or something it. Like yeah. That, like a Toyota yeah. Tacoma. That's my only reasoning behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Or he goes through some type of midlife crisis mm-hmm. or something like that. Well, not midlife. Yeah. He goes through retirement and uh, goes and gets like a classic 
Goes yeah. and gets the Cadillac car his dad had. That could be. Maybe he, so. maybe his dad's passed, and maybe. now he's in his older age, and he's sitting there thinking about his dad, and he's maybe like, maybe Buck died and left it to him, the one with the horns on it. May yeah, maybe that. You know, maybe that. That could maybe be a thing. Buck died, and in his will, Hank got it all. That's what I'm saying. He he may have Strickland. Cause yeah, because he, he didn't have. He ain't no gonna kids. leave it to the son. Well, because the son was an illegitimate yeah. son, wasn't yeah. he? He wasn't any. Yeah. He wasn't he's a son he raised particularly. He's not gonna leave it to so. him. No, unless he get left it to Debbie. Yeah. He so could have left it all to Debbie. Yeah, <laughs> that could be a thing. Yeah, I, I think he gives it to Hank. I think if anybody yeah. gets anything, especially the business. Now, uh, Peggy, I think she's driving Peggy. one of those little Fiats, one of those little tiny. That's Fiats. what I was going to say. One of them little, and it's a red one too, uh-huh. just a little yeah. red two door Fiat. Yeah, they'll be or a, a uh, or or uh, she's an early adopter for the electric vehicles. She could be. She could be driving a Prius. Yeah. Uh, and Hank just bitches about it the whole well, time. Well, no, because Prius came out the year the show ended, 09, I think is when the Toyota Prius was yeah. came out. So I don't even see her in a Prius. I see her in something like a... Uh, a Leaf. Like a Chevy Spark. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like one of them little maybe. Chevy Sparks. Could be. With yeah. a huge... I think it's a little I think it's a little car. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, it's like a little two-door, like smart car now, or, I think, or one of those things. I think Bobby is probably driving some sort of sedan. I, I don't see Bobby in a truck. I don't see Bobby no, in a tiny 2000, car. Two Honda Accord. Right. Yeah. I think Bobby is driving a little sensible car because I believe that Bobby. Silver, well, I believe that Bobby and, and uh, Connie are together. Well, it's always like the, it's always them little silver cars. Yeah. It's like a, it, whether it's a mm-hmm. Nissan or yeah. a Honda, it's yeah. like just them little silver. Like a lot of like them the Accord. Like right. you could you could you couldn't pick it out of a, a, a hundred well, cars. And it's, not only that, so nondescript. You can put three hundred thousand miles on that on that engine too. You know, oh, easy. so that's, easy. that's yeah. Easy. I think he's driving a leftover, a used Honda Accord or something like yeah, that. Like yeah, like a two thousand two Honda Accord. Now Dale. Um, I think he's still got the Bugabago. I think it's the same damn one. I think it's the same Bugabago too. And uh, I think he's replaced the engine twice. It looks rough. I think it looks way oh, rougher. Yeah. I think the, the bugs the, missing some legs, and uh, there's like a big hole in mm-hmm. the in hole in, in the fiberglass mm-hmm. sure. uh, uh, thorax sure. of the it of the just animal. smokes like crazy now. Yeah, yeah, it burns oil like I nobody's business. I think so business. too. And when he starts it, it's got a miss. It sounds awful. Uh-huh. Yeah, lifters ticking, uh, leaking oil. Uh, Boomhauer. He's got to drive down the road with you know jugs of water to put in it every so often to keep it cool. Boomhauer, I think, is driving a spider. A spider? You know, it's one of those motorcycle cars <laughs> yeah. with the two wheels in the front, the one in the back, one three wheels, and he's yeah. just cool as shit riding around on that thing. I think so. Or uh, <laughs> them sidewinders, isn't that what they're yeah. called? Them yeah. side by, they're, they're like them, them side by side. He's driving something things. weird, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or if not something weird, <laughs> I, I feel like he still has the 1969 Coronet though. Oh yeah, like yeah, the black and orange he car. May, he may have a new Challenger or something too though. I think that know? that that Coronet's parked in the in the garage, and mm. I think it's. You know, his garage is filled with stuff and it's just kind sure. of like got a tarp over it. It just sits there now. Yeah. And uh, actually, I think what he drives is one of those. Uh, they're like learner motorcycles. What he, are could they called? Be, he could be driving a state trooper vehicle, too, though. Yeah, he could be driving a state you know? vehicle. Because uh, now we know. He could drive anything, really. So. He's, he's the kind of guy you could see in a, in a wide variety of vehicles. He might Bill. be a black Lincoln. What about Bill? Bill. Uh, <laughs> Bill's not known to own a Bill's vehicle. Bill's a tough one to, uh, to pick out. He's got that vehicle that he oh, puts, that car. On his, puts on his pork pie hat and He's gets got that in and goes sedan, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I think 
Bill reminds me of this weird old creepy dude that used sure. to substitute, sure. and he went to the church that I went to too when I was a kid. And he's got a van with no windows. Well, he that guy drove the same car <laughs> for like, free candy on the side. Well, he was a single guy who was just really yeah odd. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And he wasn't. I don't. I didn't really get any like like thought he was going to like sexually abuse anybody vibes, but it was like. If there was anybody that was going to yeah. do it in the room, he just yeah. felt like he might be the guy. I don't want to. He just you wants know, you to come to his house. Weird. And, I don't he, know. He, was just he wants odd. you to come to his house so he can watch you play piano. But he drove so, this <laughs> something weird like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This big, huge. Take off your shoes, son. Square body yellow Buick. Yeah. And he drove it for sure ever. And then one day I just see him walking. So yeah. I think that's what Bill Bill Bill's in the out. situation is. He had that same car for so, 30 years and it gave out and he, he didn't really have any money to get another Bill's, one. So Bill's just this Bill's just hoofing it geriatric now. guy walking around <laughs> Arlen. Yeah. All right. That makes total I sense. I could see to me. him in the pork pie hat yeah. with like a tan, uh, you know, like uh, not a trench coat, but like mid thigh coat and just shuffling around Arlen with bags of groceries on his way home. Yeah, very much. So. I, I can see that as well. Um, he's very, very sweaty. Very no matter sweaty. what he does, he's very sweaty. Very sweaty. All right. Well, thank you again for the email. Uh, give me their name again. Super? Super. That's what we're calling yeah, them. Yeah, 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 super. All right. I've got a second email here. Uh, this is from Kurt Davis. And Kurt uh, signs it. Uh, he works for uh, Danny Davis Electrical Contractors. Oh, wow. Uh, so he says, uh, hey, guys, I wanted to reach out and say how much I'm enjoying Bois. Thank you very much. Uh, I've listened to several of the other King of the Hill podcasts and you guys are my favorite. Thank you again. Thank you. Appreciate that, buddy. I think the reason you're my favorite is the insight into the Texas culture and references. I grew up and still reside in East Tennessee. Yep. Uh, go Titans. So a lot of the Texas stuff from the show was lost on me. So it's really nice to see the show through Texas lenses. Thank you. That that's our approach. Yeah, it is. Our approach. Um, I did have a specific question or problem. I'm hoping you can help me solve. You may want to wait until it comes up in the six or so season, but there is an episode in which Bobby is sent to a new youth group and meets Pastor K. I, I love that episode. because <laughs> it's about the, the skating episode? Yeah, and the Satan yeah, Sucks yeah, yeah, yeah. shirt. Satan yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you recall this one. My question is, I was once told that Pastor K, or Kevin, as Pop refers to him as, is loosely based on Kevin Young, the lead singer for local heavy Christian group, group Disciple. Since their first record in 1999, they actually are fairly successful in the Christian music world. I don't know that we can ever know the answer without asking the judge himself, but it's fun to think about. It's important to me because this was my scene growing up. I went to a lot of disciple shows through middle and high school and even had a Christian rock band of my own. After high school, I started playing in bars and rock clubs doing secular music. I guess I got tired of trying to make Christianity better and all I was doing was making rock and roll worse. <laughs> can, can you hey, guys, self-awareness. I love self-awareness. Can you guys shed any light on this theory? Thanks again for what you do. All the best. Wim and Tanya. Uh, my Thanks, theory Kurt. is is you're probably right. I, I know yeah. nothing about this guy. But, I don't know anything about him either. Uh, I just Googled him, and I look at the time frames for all of it. Yeah. Uh, your speculation is probably just as good as anybody else's on that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I see the plausibility of it. The, the, their early releases were between 92 and 98. 2000 or uh episode or season six we're on season three and it's the year 2000 so they would have came in about 2003 oh, wow. this guy so that episode would have been about 2003 2004 so yeah it's it's very that it was that i don't even really think it had anything necessarily to do with maybe disciple specifically but it had to do yeah. with that era 
of youth groups. Youth groups, rock music was huge. Youth groups were trying to find a way to reach to reach the youth at this point because uh, at this point it's the beginning of the eighties was the beginning of the distancing of kids and youth groups. Kids started to distance themselves from church a lot more at that time, and youth groups are they they struggle now too uh, in a sense in small towns anyway. So it's this uh, effort to try to keep kids coming to church. So rock is big. This is like the, the you know, the beginning of like punk and all oh, yeah, that, sure, and, you know, sure. not the beginning of it, but the beginning yeah, of the height, the, sure. like the height of its, uh, I don't know, mainstream popularity. Cause you, you don't get blink 182 and all that. This is the era of that when it's all starting. So that pop punk radio punk stuff. So I feel like that's what this, 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 uh, that episode he's talking about really is. I know as a youth uh, in in Texas in that time frame, uh, the youth guy, the guy that taught, uh, the youth minister that taught us, uh, taught me specifically, uh, shout out to him. He's a really good guy. His name's Vernon. Uh, he, uh, he was a fan of South Park and all yeah. these things and stuff. Sure. And he knew that to reach us, he had to relate all of these things, pop culture, to things that we were going through as kids and what yeah. we were watching and stuff like that. Yeah. And he tried, and, and, and you know, he related all these things to us. And there was another youth uh, minister. I was already 19 at this point, so it wasn't really like any kind of outreach to me. But uh, he had talked to me because I struggled with it at that point, Christianity, and realized I was coming to the point to realize that it's just something I would never be able to subscribe to. Right. And, uh, in struggling through that, I talked to him about it. Like, you know, Hey man, how do I you know approach this? He goes, you don't have to believe in God. He said, that's mm-hmm. okay. And that's a youth guy, you know, like somebody who's yeah. supposed to be not yeah. doing that. Yeah. And, uh, he was telling me how he found God using mushrooms and all this stuff. Oh, wow. And, uh, I don't know. I feel like that's what that all is. It's just like trying to reach the next generation. It definitely is. Uh, you know, where, where I went to church, we were damn near Pentecostal. Like we, um, they did not believe in Christian rock or anything like that. It was all hymns and stuff. And then I ended up going to a Christian school, which by the way, quick announcement, the Christian school that I went to is finally closing closing. their doors. Yeah. I saw that. I I win. Uh, so yeah, you outlasted outlasted the Christian Academy. Uh, did you go there for your whole school life? No, no. I went like your early years. Well, I, I went regular school first through fifth. Uh, and then they pulled me out and put me in something called Open Door. Uh, where Church of the Open Door? Yeah, well, it was Open Door Christian Academy oh, at the you. time. Yeah, and then we ended up downtown in that old church there. And um, the thing I always say about Open Door is they had this thing where we would learn, but we had to sit in these little cubicles, so we couldn't interact with each other. If we needed to ask a question, we raised a flag like you were at Poncho's, a uh, little Christian flag on top, and they would come by and ask us what we needed. None of them were actual teachers. Oh, they were just minders. Yeah, and so we had these pamphlets that we learned out of, and I'm not even kidding anybody. I've probably said this before because I've said it a million times. Math would be like Jesus plus the 12 disciples equals 13. (laughs) So that was... That's awesome. Oh, I wish you could get a hold of some of that stuff. Does your mom keep any of your old schoolwork? That would have been great to have. That would have been great to look at. And so then I transitioned from there over to Parkview because Parkview was a little cooler. Yeah. Uh, because they had a football team. And they, uh, they actually had teachers. And they had teachers, uh, one of which I threw a desk at one time. Um, and I got kicked out of Parkview twice. And uh, so my legacy in high school was not great. 
Um, it wasn't fun for me. I didn't enjoy it. Uh, it was too rigid. Um, and I never, I, I, you know, sitting here listening to you talk about youth pastors and stuff, and I, I, I knew a few, but I don't think I ever had one. I don't think I had a youth pastor, really. Like, we were just expected to sit through regular church. Yeah, no, you know? we uh, we had youth pastors. Uh, well, we had kids' church, too, when I was real little. When I was like six, seven, eight yeah. years old, there yeah. was like the kids' we church. We had kids' church, yeah. I didn't ever get to go. Really? Because I was... Uh, I was wild as hell, yeah. and I didn't like. If you took me out of the sanctuary, yeah, I didn't care. I didn't want to learn what y'all were doing. I wanted to play, you know. So uh, they would leave me in the sanctuary with this uh, older couple. Uh, they actually used to teach my dad in school. Oh wow! And I used to sit with them, and he would bring me astronomy magazines. So I would just sit there and read astronomy magazines, or his wife would bring like a Christian coloring book, like activity coloring book. Sure. And I would sit in the sanctuary while they were giving the big sermons, and I would, you know, I didn't ever go to, I would just sit there with that old, that older couple. Uh, actually, uh, he would go on to take me out to, I would go, uh, I would go out to their house with him in Chalk Bluff, and he had a telescope, and he would show me, me and my dad would go out there sometimes, me and my little brother, and uh, he would show us, you know, the sky and stuff, show us the stars and all that. My, actually, yeah. my love for astronomy came from sitting in a church with a, with a, not being able to pay attention to everything, mm -hmm. so they would give me mm -hmm. an astronomy book to read instead. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know if it's based on this Kevin guy. Uh, I do know uh, that half of his guy. head is shaved, which is a weird look, uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, he apparently is still going strong because I'm looking on Instagram and like he's he posted three days ago. I mean, dude is he gets a lot of likes, so I don't know. Um, I do know that that is one of my favorite episodes, though. Uh, it's just because it harkens back to kind of my my experiences. Also, uh, I did have a friend that was very into Christian rock and punk and stuff like that. And I always thought the music. This was still terrible. blows my mind. Yeah, people send. Oh us, yeah, yeah, yeah. People send us oh, fucking emails. We can't. Dude. We, you know, <laughs> it's uh, crazy. Kurt, Kurt, thank you so much, and yeah, we'll thanks, we'll man. refer back to it whenever we get to season six. But yeah, it's um, just crazy. It's just it's just it still blows my mind that we get emails from people. Keep sending them, guys. Keep sending them. Yeah, we love it. New people love it. Oh, joining yeah, up and yeah. listening. Oh, we got something else the other day. Uh, we got a letter. And I don't know who it's from. Uh, somebody in town. Because I know, was, uh, yeah, it's somebody in town. They messaged me on Twitter. You think you know who it is? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure I know who it is. Okay. Uh, well, the return address just said A Wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and works were, for the postal service. There were two uh, stickers in yeah. this, and this one, person works for the postal service. Okay. So one says uh, the Dave Thomas Secret Society. Uh, Dave Thomas from Wendy's. Yeah, that's. Funny. And then the that. other sticker says free Wi-Fi, and it's got a QR code. And whenever you scan the QR code, you get Rickrolled. So it's that's uh, great, right? Yeah, yeah it's very great. good stuff. Uh, very good stuff. So Wizard, thank you very much. We appreciate. Let me that. see. Let me go to my. It was on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'm let him. I'll I'm let sorry. him. I'll what? let him keep his. I'm sorry. What's Twitter? Oh, X. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll let him keep his anonymity. Yeah. But uh, he was getting ready to send because he was asking me what the address was. Yeah. And he was getting ready to send it to uh, our old the address old before yeah. we moved yeah. to the, the Skyrise yeah. here. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah. And uh, I was like, you got to you gotta change the address on that. I was like, sure. we're on the uh, yeah. tw 21st floor 21st of the Alico floor, now yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, 
I work for the Waco Postal Service. I'll personally put it on the truck tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so he put it on the truck to come straight wow, here. So that's fantastic. There you go. So we've got well, an insider with the uh, with the, if with you, the Waco Postal if Service. If you want now. to send us an old school letter, man, please do. We're at 425 Austin Avenue, Suite 2102 here in Waco, Texas, 76701. Uh, we'd love to get letters and things from you guys uh, again. Um I think uh, we've we've got two fans that that have outdone everybody. One was Jordan, who sent us all those squishmallows and all kinds mm-hmm. of cool stuff. Artie sent us all the candy in the world. This laptop, right and here. that that laptop, this laptop. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we had another fan, and I'm sorry, man, I don't remember your name, but I can look back and find out what it is. Sent us the entire series on DVD, which was uh, that is an amazing. Oh. Gift. Uh, Oh man, I know his name too. Yeah, let me let me that was in my amazing, messages. Amazing, amazing guy. Uh, he should be like yeah. right here, Seth. That was Seth. Thanks, Seth. We appreciate it. But if you want to send us something, that's that's wonderful. We will certainly shout you out, and we appreciate all of you for being our fans. If you want to send us an email, you can do it. Uh, what is the email? B w a a a k o t h at gmail dot com, or go. you could email me or Mike at our names, Mike Rusty mm-hmm. at roguemedianetwork dot yeah. com. If that's how you want to there reach out go. to us too, any of those, and uh, they can find us where b w a a a k o t h dot com, or you could find us at roguemedianetwork dot com slash b w a a a k o t h. That's right, and uh, we can't thank you guys yeah. enough for hanging in with us. Well, and thank uh, thanks again. Have a great Friday, and we'll see you again on Monday. With Matanya. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.